What is up, everybody? And welcome back to the Prove Me Wrong podcast presents Jellicast. This is episode four of the podcast. If you're listening to the audio portion and you hear laughing in my voice, or if you're watching this on YouTube right now and it looks like I have a smirk on my face, and in music they say, or like if you're in a play, if you mess something up, don't acknowledge it, just keep moving on. Well, you know what? I'm about to acknowledge what I just did wrong. I swear to God, I just did the entire podcast, the whole thing. And at the end, when I went to hit stop on my QuickTime video recorder, I realized I never once hit record. So I have the audio of the entire podcast, but zero video of it. But who cares about just the audio portion when so much of this is visual? What I'm showing you new music or new music videos. So it's now 9.30 on a Wednesday night and I'm doing this whole thing again. Now you might say 9.30 is not that late, but I have to catch a flight to Texas tomorrow morning at San Diego at 6 a.m. I live about an hour away. I've done no packing and I've recently moved the podcast studio, not studio room over. So if you're watching this on video, this gray wall right here, I don't know who's on the other side of that. So there might be somebody right there. I mean, my neighbor. So they might not want me yelling in a microphone at 930. But hey, I do it for the people. And if you are watching on video, you might look and say, Grayson, it looks a little bit different. It is. I ended up renting out my other room to a buddy. So I've moved everything over into another room. So this is the setup for right now. I don't know if I'm just going to set it up like the other wall where it was set up all the way across and I had all the different shit behind me or if I'm just going to do it in this corner. But... If this, the start and stop and redoing of this podcast is anything, I feel like it's bad juju and I got to move it now. Like if this is the first go around, I think I need to switch things up. But hey, life's not that bad. I'm happy to be here. Happy to be talking about Coachella. Happy even though I'm a weekend tour that both parties now, weekend one, weekend two, we're within a month away. Can you feel it? <sighs> I started making a checklist last night of shopping lists, things I need, things I already have. I'm pretty lucky that I already have 99% of all the big shit. I have one of those like big plastic or like rubber buckets, you know, that has a lid on it with clamps that I keep all my shit in there. So, I mean, it has like my tent and all that stuff, the tapestries, all the face masks. So really at this point, I need an ice chest. I need a red folding chair. And then, I mean, all my perishable items like food and beer, but everything else is taken care of. I might buy another pair of shoes, although this pair of shoes I've had that have been going to the gym and recently there's some Reeboks that I bought at Dick's and they're comfortable as hell. So I might just go ahead and buy another pair of those and start breaking them in ahead of time so I'll be good on Coachella or once Coachella weekend rolls around. But I think it's a pretty good episode, especially since I'm doing it a second time around. Hopefully it gets better the second time around. I mean, come on, it can't get any worse, right? But we're going to have to talk about Cardi B again. Sorry, it'll be briefly, but we'll talk about Cardi B briefly. We got to talk about the Sahara rumors again, or should I say confirmation that Sahara is finally moving? We'll get into that in a little bit. I got a new artist spotlight for you. We got some new music to talk about. We're going to talk about the turndown tent. I've been trying to link up with the Beat Cinema guys. We've messaged back and forth and we haven't just been able, our schedules haven't worked out where we've been able to sit down and do a Skype interview. So I'm going to go ahead and talk about them and then still be pushing for that interview for the next couple episodes um, before we get to the festival. And then my buddies that they 
so douchey that we call ourselves the serial killers. I have asked them to compile a list of their top 10 rules, tricks, guides to surviving Coachella. I wrote them out a script and said like, here's how I want you to say it. Here's how to cut each one, then send it to me and I'll splice it all together. I don't think they were quite getting it. So then I started shooting videos and said, okay, here's how I want it. But the way they were shooting it, it was just so funny. I'm like, fuck it. Maybe we'll just make this a funny thing and it won't be super serious. So as I'm recording this episode right now, I haven't received all their videos back yet. So I'll splice that in later on in the episode. So this portion of it's just pre-recorded and before the videos that I see that I'll be splicing later. So in full disclosure, I I don't know what you're going to get. I I hope if it's not serious and at least it gives you a chuckle and makes you laugh a little bit but finally got my puzzle in got my boxing got my wristband all activated had all the pieces to my puzzle now as Burt Kreischer likes to say um secret time here secret time honest time that puzzle took me much longer than I would care to admit to put together I mean much longer than I'd care to admit now I don't know if it was two hours three hours how long it actually took but all I can say is that the sun was up when I started and the sun was down when I stopped if you're watching on the video, I have a, I'll have a picture of it right here, but it's that one that says Coachella across the top or in, through the middle um, and then has the Ferris wheel and everything on the left. So it's not the one that has the red chair or any of the shit from last year, the naked, what do they call him? The naked wizard? The guy that got tased. So none of that stuff was in there, but it took me much longer than I'd like to admit to you. Now, I'd also like, I, at least like to blame it on, I don't remember the last time I put a puzzle together. I mean, maybe I was a kid. I certainly haven't done it as an adult, so I kind of had to start going, okay, I need corners. Okay, where's flat edges? And I can start trying to frame it out. Now, part of the problem might have been is, hey, I live in California, a legal state of marijuana, and I might have had a couple puffs, and maybe that was a hindrance of it, but I I do that once a day anyways, and it doesn't really slow me down, so I think I'm just an idiot. And they say it's not the Indian, it's the arrow. I think this time it was the Indian, and it was me, and I was just a fucking moron, and I couldn't get it figured out. But like I said, as we're sitting here today on March 20th, we are officially in the home stretch. There's light at the end of the tunnel. Coachella is upon us, everybody. Now, before I get into everything that's great about Coachella and all the new music. There was something I wanted to touch on real quick. Now, I don't mean to be a Debbie Downer in the beginning. Uh, If you guys are into the EDM shit or if you follow any EDM blogs, you might have seen a thing that transpired last week with a guy by the name of DJ Datsik. DJ Datsik is being accused of taking advantage of numerous women. Numerous women that were either too intoxicated when they got there or what seems to be the case, he made he was the cause for them becoming too intoxicated later. The great thing about things like Instagram and Twitter is that people across the world can interconnect seamlessly. And all these different women from all these different shows kind of had the same stories. Showing up on a bus, weren't drunk when they got there, maybe were offered something, maybe were slipped something, don't remember leaving, multiple women have uh, like VIP passes that their his team passes out to bring girls backstage later and all of them on the name slot where you're supposed to write like hi my name is they all said Tulsa which I've since now found out that Tulsa written in a mirror spells a slut so this is the type of guy we're talking about here 
numerous girls had screenshots of messages from Datsik, whether it was on Instagram, of Twitter, of him trying to describe something that happened the night before, like, oh, baby, you were just, you were so drunk when you got there. I just tried to help you out. But it's all come to a head, and it all came to a head for him in, I mean, maybe 48 hours from the first tweets and Instagram posts going up to, I think, maybe 48, maybe 72 hours later, this guy's career was over as it should be. And I hope that there's an investigation going in that will eventually lock him up. Now, sure, everybody's innocent until they're proven guilty, but if I'm just looking at the facts, it seems like the guy's a pretty big piece of shit. And also, he came out with an apology. And I'm using apology in quotes because when you read it, it's not much of an apology. I'm just going to read through the first through line, uh, few lines and you can kind of get what this Datsik character is all about. It says, yo, everyone. Being accused of rape starts with the sentence, yo, everyone. Follows it up with, this is a very serious matter to me. Mm-hmm. There have been recent allegations against me for things I have not done. I am a vibe reader. I hang out with a ton of people after every show and always keep a positive vibe. I would never bend anyone against their will, and I mean that shit. I'm an adult. And he goes on, you can go, if you just want to Google Dat6 sexual assault apology, it'll pop right up. But at the end, he ends it with, I will make a bigger effort to make sure that nothing I do will be misinterpreted in the future. Just go look at the facts. I don't have the time to tell you guys all about it, but if you just look at the facts, I don't think anything that you were doing is being misinterpreted. Now, you might be saying, Grayson, why are we talking about this on a Coachella podcast? And it's just to say, I think, with the festival so close now and with so many people going to converge on one area and you add all the different substances and types of people and alcohol and heat, I think it's important to keep an eye out for your neighbor. If you see something, say something. The medical tent's there to help you. They're not going to arrest you. Cops aren't in there trying to arrest you if you're fucked up on anything. And I think it's just important for guys and girls alike to keep a watchful eye out, not just for your group or for a stranger. Like I said, if you see someone having a hard time and they look like they're a little too inebriated or confused, check on them. Just ask if they're okay. If they say they're okay, let them go on their way. If you think there's more to it, seek help. Help's all around. Security's all around. Somebody's there willing to help you out. You have the medical tent. And I just think when you know there's pieces of shit like this out there and with the Me Too movement and everything out, not every person's a great person. Now, it's not to say there's, I mean, just monsters walking around Coachella. I think everyone's generally pretty cool, but it's just a good reminder that some people are pieces of shit. And as us as humans, as fans of Coachella, just keep a good lookout for everybody and make sure everybody's cool. So that's the only Debbie Downer of the thing. I got to pivot to something a little bit more positive, a little bit um, more in our wheelhouse, but I just thought it was important to bring that up. So Doolab, hello, where's our lineup? I know it's a little early, but Doolab and Heineken House, I want you to add to my excitement and let me know who else we are adding. Um, it was brought up yesterday by a Redditor LA90036 who posted... Um, the lineup dates over the last few years. So over the last few lineup day drops for Do Lab 2017, it was March 28th. In 2016, it was March 29th. In 2015, it was March 25th. And finally, in March uh, or in uh, 2014, it was March. 
uh, 24th. So like I said, today is the 20th or 21st. This is going to be out tomorrow on the 22nd. The do lab lineup might already be out by the time this comes out, but I want my lineup for anybody that uh, thought there was going to be a new do lab this year. That is not the case. I guess it was brought up a couple years ago that they're going to be doing the same do lab setup for two years in a row. So if you're looking for a different setup that uh, this year, we will be back underneath the pineapple that is also known as the beacon. Now see, a lot of people were complaining about it gets too packed, especially d during the surprise sets, which I can attest to because I was there during Skrillex and people could not move. Sorry for watching on video, just cut out. So I'm restarting up the video. So maybe this is the actual Murphy's Law podcast. I've joked about it before, but we were talking about being inside the do lab and that it being such tight quarters that like when I was there for Skrillex, it's just so tight that you can't get in or move around or anything. So I understand that it does have its problems, but for when you're there during the day and the sun's scorching hot and there's all that shade in there and all that water, I'm not that mad that it's the same... Uh, uh, structure going back up. So if anybody thought that it was going to be a new um, do lab, that's not the case. It'll still be the same one. Heineken, hey, we're right around the corner from that too. Last year it was dropped on April 5th. So new music is on its way and we're going to get some new shit soon. If you guys saw today on Twitter, for all you resbians out there, Res has confirmed that she is playing a night set. Um, she said on Twitter, I think pretty much any festival you see me at this year will be at the night time. I can't wait for people to see my show for the first time in a proper night setting with new visuals, etc. She goes on, this is my goal, not for reasons as being billed higher than others, but for the pure fact seeing my show at night is how it is meant to be experienced. And if you've seen a res show, or if you've Googled her, or if you're just tired of me talking about her on every episode of this podcast, that's the way it's meant to be. If you go back and watch like any of her live streams over like the last 12 months or so, so many of these festivals fucked up by having her during the day. And that's not the way to take res in. You need her at night. You need all the visuals because with her, I'd say the music and the visuals are 50-50 for everything that she does. And it just, it's a nice little meld of music and lasers and trippy shit and it's just fantastic so she is now confirmed that she'll be playing at night so for friday for people keeping score we know rez has a nighttime slot and it appears from vince staples what he said on twitter a couple maybe a month or so ago that he's playing on the big stage or next to the big stage so a lot of people have alluded to that means outdoors so there it is. I'm just waiting for, I know there's NDAs and people sign all these non-disclosure agreements, but can some people start breaking those, please? Can some people accidentally just, you know, post on their Instagram store, or accidentally post on their actual Instagram page when they're playing, just so we can kind of start figuring some of these things out? You know, I'm like the character from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I want it now. I'm not a very patient person. I want to know things so I can start planning out my day, but hey. That's what Coachella is all about. That's what makes us part of the fun. At this point, I need to just kind of start pumping the brakes. For the last few months, it's been like, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. But I don't want to wish the experience away. I don't want to wish the weekend away. So I need to just take everything in stride day by day information leak by information leak and just kind of go from there. But one of the things that had also popped up is that it appears Sahara's officially moving. We've talked about it before. It's been rumored, but uh, shout out to Redditor yesterday, Carter Gee. I don't know if it's Carter Gee or Carter G. But notice a notification from American Express that said, visit the American Express card member club and general admission located between the Mojave stage and the Coachella food hall. 
and that's important to note right there. So essentially, what it sounds like that's going to happen is that the Gobi is going to stay in the same spot. Mojave will move to where Sahara was, and Sahara will be moving close to the entrance over where the Antarctic was last year. Now, what does that mean for the Antarctic or where that's going to go? We're not quite sure. If you're watching on uh, YouTube right now, I'll post to, um, who's this person? Their name is oh, oh, Steph1110, uh, who did, as they quote, their awful attempt of redrawing the map to go to where, um, to point to where these new things are. But does that make you guys happy? I was talking to some of my friends, especially the guys that just camp out in Yuma all the damn day, that they don't necessarily want Sahara over there. But I think if you were at Coachella last year, you, you acknowledge that uh, Sahara was definitely a problem. Overcrowdedness was definitely a problem. I think some of that will be mitigated this year with not having so many of those big room DJs that we've just discussed before. I mean, there, there are the Elleniums and San Holos of the world, but there is no um, Dylan Francis. So we'll see what happens with all of that. But... Right now, it's it's just rumored, but we'll know fairly soon. I even kind of checked the geotags on Instagram and Twitter to see if someone just accidentally messes up their NDA and just happens to post something on a story, but I've seen nothing yet, so I don't know. Someone just needs to fly a drone over. Let us know where all these buildings are, where everything is getting set up. And to continue on the rumor mill, for the last time, I give you Cardi B. According to TMZ, Cardi B is set to pop out her baby this summer, but unlike Beyonce, she's not letting pregnancy stop her from performing at Coachella. Um, the rapper's due in the first week of July. So that means when she's performing, she's going to be close to seven months pregnant. Is that even healthy? Now, granted, you probably guessed, but I've never been pregnant before, but I would imagine it would be pretty tough to perform at Coachella in that heat, trying to give any form of a good performance when you're seven months pregnant. Now, last year when it was announced that Beyonce was pregnant, she didn't initially cancel. They thought she was going to still be in the lineup. And then later on down the road, she came out and canceled the spot. So is that going to happen with Cardi B? We've talked about it before. doesn't matter to me. I'm not going to be there. People that want to go see her can go and have fun. I'll be dancing somewhere else. But we just want to know if she's going to drop out who we might get. Who do you want to see? Mention it down in the comments below. I want to know who you want to replace Cardi B if, in fact, she does not end up showing up. And, I mean, come on. It's like it's not like she doesn't have a history of this. We all know about the time she's it was too cold for her to play. She just cancels the week of doesn't show up so she has a history of this this is par for the course if this was golf and it was a par four cardi b would be par four and she wouldn't be playing so we'll have to just wait and see what goes down with that so i talked to you guys about trying to get the people on from uh, beat cinema to talk about the turndown tent we just haven't been able to knock down that interview so i just want to describe to you guys a little bit about what the turndown tent is so if you're looking for something to do on day zero or if you're looking for a thing to chill out the nights of uh any of the nights of the festival you'll have a place to go so if you're just looking to unwind chill grab a pillow yes they'll really take it let you take a pillow the turn down tent might be the place for you it's usually been uh, located over by lot eight right next to the silent disco and as the owner uh, michael davis says he goes i describe it as a place to come if you want to unwind at the same time we don't just play sleepy stuff it goes everywhere every night it's just something different if you want to dance you can dance if you just want to relax come to the turndown uh, the turndown tent is every weekend of coachella um, it's open for, on thursday from 9 p.m to 3 a.m and Friday through Sunday, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. I have some pictures uh, linked up to this during the video, so you've seen those. 
If you're just listening to the audio portion, um, I'll link to their website so you can also check that out. But it seems like a pretty dope thing. So, I mean, if you're looking for something to do day zero, or like I said, if you saw a late set, got a little bit of too much energy, still a little caffeinated, whatever you want to call it. You just need a place to get away, escape, go listen to some cool music, check out some cool vibes, watch some cool sets. Maybe the turn down tent is for you. So I'm going to still work on getting them on for you. But right now, that's just what we're dealing with. Sorry, just one second. So I thought I had an audio problem there. So that's what you can do day zero or throughout the festival, turn down tent. If you're looking for something to do day one, maybe you want to meet some Redditors, maybe some fellow people that you've talked to on Facebook. It's Planty has posted the official beer chug um, thread. So if you want to go shotgun some beers on the meetup day is going to be day one at 1040 at the general store. Um, he said that him and his wife are going to be wearing um, uh, the canned six packs, so you'll be able to easily locate them. So bring some beer, bring some friends, get day one started on the right track, especially if you had a rough day zero. That way you can kind of kick it all into gear with a nice shotgun of a Coors Light or whatever the beer is of your choice. You know what? You know what? Let's give me that thing. I'll do one. I'll do one. We're going to do one. We're going to do one. We're also talking about doing the Harlem Shake Meetup Day Zero with my camp. So if you guys want to do that, we're going to try and get something to go semi-viral or whatever it is. I want to do it in between like the camping lanes um, and get as many people as you can. So we talked about it last episode, but if you're looking for something to do, Harlem Shake Day Zero, we're going to try and make it happen. So this wouldn't be Coachella. It wouldn't be the Coachella cast without talking about some new music, which I have for you. Um, if you just listen to the audio portion, it's going to go The Blaze uh, with his song Heaven. St. Vincent with Los Angeles. Um, the Blaze and St. Vincent were both featured on Coachella's Instagram story. So you might have heard both these tracks there. And it's going to go to a track from a few months ago. But that's someone that's going to be playing on Coachella and on the YouTube count. There's not a lot of views. So I thought I'd introduce that to you as well. And that's Ikali featuring Zoo with their track called Blame. And I have another track from Alice in Wonderland. Hey, it's not my fault. She keeps dropping new music, okay? And she dropped a new song yesterday with a guy named Trippy Red, and the song's called Hi. Do, do you guys know who Trippy Red is? I didn't, but I'm old. I just found out a few days ago about this guy named 6ix9ine. You guys know who that is? Apparently there's some beef between him and the game. Like I said, I'm like the old guy saying, get off my lawn. So this is all new to me, but I digress. And then finally, we have um, a track that we played, I believe, in episode one of Cellacast, but it was just their 15 Instagram snippet or 15 second Instagram snippet. And it's by Luke Steele of Empire of the Sun and Daniel Johns of Silverchair and their new project called Dreams with the song No One Defeats Us. So without further ado, here's this week's new music spotlight.
go that was this episode's new music spotlight there and again if you were just listening to the audio portion the way that those songs went was the blaze with heaven saint vincent with los ageless ikali featuring zoo with blame alice in wonderland with trippy red called high and then finally dreams no one defeats is what you guys had heard here once before but i was just looking at the lineup man so much of that what i just played was is going to be on friday so you look at the blaze is on friday ikali um saint vincent and alice in wonderland and then the lenin will be there 
on Sunday. So if you're a fan of dancing like a lot of us Coachella people are, there is a ton of dance music on this lineup, but it's not even like the traditional shit that you might think of, you know, like the EDM or the hip hop stuff. I mean, with Sheik, with Niall Rogers, Chromio, Tosh Sultana is going to be a dance party. Bourne's going to be a dance party. Um, Snake Ships and Mo's going to be a dance party. Mo, Mo, however you want to say it. I've heard it described both ways. I even heard it come out of her mouth that you actually say Mo, but I know how people can be sticklers. So Mo, Mo, whatever you want to call it. But there's a bunch of dance music on here and I just can't wait to get there We've, I've said it a hundred times in this episode I get kind of confused between this one and the big sh- the last one so if I repeat myself just remember I recorded a podcast just right before this and I'm doing it all over again but hopefully there's not any of those issues so I was looking at um it'd been discussing the the, and Reddit and Facebook and it's a question that comes up for everybody is people asking about power sources and real quick I found one on Amazon and people might have linked to it but it's Anchor A-N-K-E-R if you're looking for a good power source I'll have it in the show notes on both YouTube and on the audio portion but they claim um, it says it weighs as little as a can of soup yet it charges the iPhone 7 almost 7 times the Galaxy S6 5 times or if you have an iPad mini with you um, it'll charge that twice and it's only 42 bucks on Amazon Prime. So it really caught my eye that it does charge it that many times. And there's 12,000, there's over 12,000 customer reviews and they got four and a half stars. So if you're looking for a power source, maybe that's the one for you. There's a couple of cool ones that I also saw too. People discussing the other day and one was a solar panel one. I've had a couple of them some work better than others, but just do your due diligence. That's what there's customer reviews for. And anything like that that you need, go ahead and get it now. Now, this disclaimer, I, I don't condone drug taking here, but if there's certain types of substances that you might be taking out in the polo fields, be smart. Get the test kit now. Start checking things now before you get there and you don't know what you have. Be safe. Be a Adults, not that I condone drug taking as I've said on here before, but if you are, just be smart about it. There's plenty of tests out there. There's plenty of resources and just be safe and make sure you're putting into your body whatever it is that you actually want to be putting into your body. And I mentioned earlier in the episode about the serial killers checklist or tips and tricks for surviving Coachella. Assuming they all get it to me, I'm going to splice that in right here. If they don't, then you're just going to see it on the video and I'll cut right next to you. I'll cut to the very next thing. So hopefully they got it all done. This is your disclaimer. I don't know what they did as this part was pre-recorded. So without further ado, here's my buddies with their tips and tricks of surviving Coachella. All right, so number one, number one, stay comfortable. What I mean by that is don't go off and spending a fucking billion dollars on clothes that are going to get ruined in 10 seconds. Wear something that you know you're going to have fun in and don't give two shits of who sees you and what. Literally, the clothes you wear will get fucking destroyed within 10 seconds. So that's pro tip number one. Be comfortable. Wear something that you know you're going to sweat in. Wear something that, you know, you're going to ruin. So no need to be all this fashion and all this shit. It's all going to get fucking rocked. What's happened, pimps and hoes? Rule number 15. Coachella is a marathon. Don't get fucking crazy. Day negative zero. Coachella tip. 
34. Don't live with a guy that does the Coachella podcast because it makes life way more complicated building up to Coachella. Rule 17 and a half. Chafing, inevitable, it's hot, you're walking all day, get you some gold bond. Spray generously every morning to the undercarriage Grendel area, you'll be good to go. Rule number 365. We all bring drugs in, it's no lie. Now we all, excuse me, I'm speaking for everyone. 99.9% of us do, let's be honest. You hide in places. Don't fucking grab that shit right when you walk in the gates. Just wait a little bit. Coachella tip 23. Get fucking excited and weird. Nah, no, same. Rule 101 don't put your phone on airplane mode. Who does that shit? Coachella tip. <laughs> what are you gonna say there? 142. Don't get as fucked up as I am right now on day zero. Because it's a marathon, bitch. Rule 21. Drink fucking water. Don't be a little bitch. Rule 9 and 3 quarters. Take as many videos and pictures as you can. Collect all the fucking memories. You're never gonna fucking regret that. Be basic as fuck. Take pictures with the bros. Rule 11. Don't bring unwelcome guests back to your campsite. Rule number whatever you want to name it. If you don't know them, and they want to take a hit of your joint, or, hey man, you got Somali? There's about a 500% chance that's narc. Just say no. Rule 69. There's hundreds of artists out there at Coachella. If your group's doing one thing but you want to go do another, fuck it. Go wander off on your own. You'll have a blast. You'll have memories. Don't be a pussy to be walking around by yourself. Fucking send it. Rule number 420. Just be a good fucking person. You're gonna see people struggling. You're gonna see people laying down, offering water, make sure they're okay, and wish them a happy fucking Coachella. And Last but not least, the most important rule there is. Rule number three. So rule number three is to suck my... And now, as we do on every episode of the Coachella Podcast, I always leave you guys with a little something called the Artist Spotlight. So right now, this is what I give to you, the Cellacast Artist Spotlight. Artist Spotlight. Yeah, boy! Sorry, I just like that beat way too much. This episode's Artist Spotlight is none other than Edie and producer. I've already said his name a couple times throughout this episode. Nick Miller, or better known as Elenium. Originally from San Francisco, Elenium has been based out of Denver since 2012, and he's been working his way up that EDM set, especially in the booming EDM scene that is the Mile High City. He began making electronic music back in 2008, but it wasn't until 2012 
2012 to where he went to the Red Rocks to see Bass Nectar that he says, and I quote, I saw him and I got Ableton the very next day and that's what pushed into releasing his first debut album. Elenium cites acts so much as like Adeza and Porter Robinson as some of his musical influences while also considering Robinson a dream collab. As if you've listened to any of Elenium, any any of Elenium or have gone through his albums, you can definitely hear that influence there and vice versa. It's a really nice mix. Just last month, a collaboration between him, Kill the Noise, and Mako? Mako? It's M-A-K-O. I'm going to say Mako. Titled Don't Give Up On Me was released. The song was initially leaked in the Reddit community by fans who revealed the link on the then unreleased version of the song that was published by Mako, Mako on his YouTube channel. Now, why do I bring up Reddit? Because I'm also mentioning it because you might have seen a post from just nine days ago from Redditor Hang Loose JT titled Elenium to Play Awake Live. And the post said, Elenium replied to my comment on Instagram today confirming that he will be playing his Awake set at Coachella this year. For anyone who hasn't seen it you're in for a treat it's awesome but then what happened next was one of the coolest things i've seen this pre-coachella season elenium hopped in and started talking shit to some of the haters it's not even really shit i'm probably putting too much onto it but he responded to some people that were kind of calling him out so i don't want to bring up the person that was talking shit on him i'm going to omit their name but essentially the person was saying that he doesn't actually play live which elenium then fired back and he said how because the guy is to to sum it up he said you can't play 50 layers of one track live at the same time banging on drum pads that are synced to the bpm is just silly too to which elenium official responded he said how can live taiko drums possibly be synced to a bpm always amazes me how many sticklers there are on reddit maybe there's just not a word in the english language that means more live than a dj set no we're not a rock man but we like playing some instruments and creating what we can live while keeping the original electronic track intact end quote he said i'm a producer first and foremost performing like this translates better for me than a dj set because recreating aspects live brings out more passion for me in a live atmosphere which isn't that something that everybody can attest to whether you've seen um odessa with the live marching band or you see i mean any number of rap, uh, rap acts when they bring out the full band it's better so to elenium to clap him back at the haters to come in and joining us in the coachella subreddit there's a slow clap for you my friend fuck the haters a lot of people are super excited to see your set so i don't wouldn't pay much attention to them for those of you that don't know the guy that what he was talking shit on was a taiko drum which is a japanese percussion instrument and it's essentially it's kind of like japan's version of like a, a timpani drum i guess um but there's no way you can sync that to bpm you just play that live sure maybe you could sample the sound and have that in your mix but if they're playing it live they're playing it live so a redditor that i'm not going to mention your name you're wrong buddy you're wrong but why talk about elenium when i can just show you what he's all about now in this montage i have some of his music videos and then i also have a couple clips of his live set at the end so that way you can see what he's talking about when he says um, the different drums he's talking about and what a real set looks like so here is the montage of elenium for this week's artist spot
sound good over here. I haven't even came over here yet. We have one more of these too, but it's over there. This is our magic box. Our magic too expensive box that we had to rebuild. And how many how many designers did we go through? The idea was to connect it all with my drum things over here and like have it all kind of turn in. I really like how it is, but it's turned out way bigger than we thought, which is cool. And then this, when it lights up, will create like a hologram effect inside here. All these drum pads, every single pad will activate lights. 
and flashes on the screens. Really cool effect, so it makes me feel like I'm doing more than just drumming, it's actually controlling an aspect of the show. While also like putting out audio, it's pretty, pretty nifty. I'm so excited. We're so close. So that was this week's artist spotlight of Millennium. If you guys are just listening on the audio portion of those last couple of takes, you probably, they were like, what, what is this? This isn't songs. You can look those videos up. It's a Lenium Awake Tour at First Bank Center and also a Lenium Awake Tour uh, Still Dreaming. So I wanted to give you guys kind of a little bit of a vibe of what the music looks like and also what a set looks like. And especially if there's going to be haters out there talking shit, I want to really illustrate what's going on. So if anybody sees this, that's what's happening. In. I'm super pumped for that set. I'm crossing my fingers for um, no schedule conflicts. But hey, that is Coachella, and that is this episode of the podcast. So I'm sorry to get in that shit with you guys earlier about dad sake of like non Coachella things. But like I said, we're just a few weeks away of going out to having um, what so many of us look forward to is the the best weekend of our lives. It's Christmas for us. It's our favorite time of the year. It's Coachella season, and I just want to make sure, in light of everything that's been going on with the Me Too stuff, that hey, we have the power to help the person next to us. Keep an eye out. Make sure everybody's okay. Make sure everybody's safe. If you see something, say something. I'm not even saying you have to necessarily alert an authority if they just look a little too fucked up, but check on to them and say, hey, little buddy, tap on the shoulder. You okay? You doing all right? Walk somebody to um, a tent if they need it. If you find somebody who's lost, help them find some friends. With that said, also, um, the Coachella has bingo. I will have that up in reddit and um on the facebook page and as well on the next podcast for you so all you guys that are looking to play along if you guys didn't hear about it i created like a scavenger hunt meets drinking game meets bingo i don't know what you'd call it but me and my friends we're all going to be playing along with it so if you want to download i'm gonna have a pdf version for you and then a screenshot or a phone version for you too so you can just be able to pull it up but i'll link to that in the next podcast like i said since we're so close i'm going to be getting two more of these in before um we actually all hit coachella and i might even do a live one weekend one watching the live streams but we'll just see how it all comes down so i'm heading out of town tomorrow i'll be back in california on tuesday but guys we're so close get your checklist ready anything that needs to be shipped make sure you get it in on time don't be cramming a day or two before going fuck i should have just ordered that thing take it from someone that procrastinates often get all your shit early you still got time and that way you can just cruise into coachella week i think even though now i'm a month out i think i'm already it's like i got senioritis that's all i'm looking forward to now in any conversation anybody talks to me i'm like oh did you hear that i was going to coachella i'm going to interject that at all times and i don't give a fuck so if you like the podcast please hit the subscribe button i don't know how much longer i'm going to be on facebook with all the craziness that's happened this week but I, uh, for now you can go check the page out on facebook.com backslash prove me wrong pod you can also follow me on instagram and twitter at grayson underscore gregory um thank you guys so much for checking out the podcast oh and lastly i wanted to say um, a big shout out to one of the redditors that always messages and says nice things about it shout out to ludwig 2000 i appreciate you so guys thanks so much for checking out the podcast i hope you enjoyed it we'll catch you next week peace